0: Well, it is, uh, boy, it's football season in a big way to the degree that they are playing bowl games or playing a lot of them. If you you happen to be going to the Rose Bowl or during the course of the year, if you were at a football game at Oklahoma State or maybe down at Baylor or at SMU, you may have noticed a little little sticker next to the seat. It's a Dallas company called uh, Digital Seat Media. And it does something really quite remarkable that otherwise used to cost a lot of money. Cameron Fowler is the founder and CEO of Digital Seat Media and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. No, wait a minute. Did
0: I just call you a Dallas company? You're actually, a, are you actually a Fort Worth based company? We are right?
1: actually a Fort Worth company, and that is, uh, you know, we get asked that a lot, especially when we're out of town. They're like, "Where are you from?" I'm like Fort Worth. They're like, "Oh, Dallas." Right? Yeah. Oh, and okay. Worth. Okay. You're a Fort Worth <laughs> for our purposes. You are, and I stand
0: corrected. I've corrected myself. So, so the little sticker is—it's not a barcode. What do you call these?
1: It's a QR code.
0: QR code. So I walk into um, uh, Gerald Ford Stadium at SUU, and I. Point my phone to this, or better yet, I'm at the Rose Bowl and I point my phone to this and tell me what it does.
1: So you can open up your camera, aim it at the tag, and it will launch what we call the digital seat platform. Um, There is a library of modules that our partners can choose from. So you'll be able to order food and beverages to your seat, look at live game stats, look at player rosters, look at digital game day programs. Um, there's about 28 different modules that we have right now that are changed out in real time. So there's they, a lot of different things. You know,
0: this is, now this is the kind of thing that has been available to some degree in a lot of places, but not my sense is you're doing this very inexpensively. What's the back? End? So if I want to, so if, if if I want to be able to order a beer at, at the football game, right. so what do they have on their end? How do they find out? How do they know? First of all, how do they know where I'm sitting?
1: So we actually program the tags down to the individual seat level. Um and that's one of the things that makes us unique is we go in there, say we do the Rose Bowl, which we've done, um we're going in there and we're putting in 95,000 unique tags. So we're not putting in the same tag 95,000 times. So it's like a big puzzle where we go in and put these these into the stadium. So when you scan that tag, we know where you're sitting um and the stadium knows where you're sitting. Even if you're doing things like incident reporting, um But for ordering food and beverage, we have a hub and spoke model where we partner up with different data service providers, different food delivery partners, we've got about four of them, um, and we pass that order on, we pass them the seat information, and then you're placing that order and it goes through the concession stand and they say, hey, we need to bring a cheeseburger to this section row and seat.
0: But that's got to be a lot cheaper than than some of the methods that have been used. I mean, this is something you could do at the ballpark in Arlington for a long time. But actually, come to think of it, there were waiters wandering around, and you had right. to catch their catch their eye to make the order, right?
1: Right. And knowing where somebody is sitting has a ton of value in it because you can do things like order food and beverage, but you can also distribute content down to the seat level. So now we have a bunch of partners that want to say, that say, hey, I want to talk to just the students in the stadium, or I want to talk to just the season ticket holders. Now they have the ability to do that. There's a lot of power whenever you can um, that make things contextually relevant to a person in their particular seat. Even, like I said earlier, incident reporting where somebody scans a tag and says, hey, um, somebody's having a heart attack, or hey, my armrest broke off. Now you're not wondering where are these people in the stadium. You know immediately, oh, this is where they are. I need to send help.
0: This is just genius. Is anybody else doing this?
1: Not right now. No, we, uh, we've been working on it for a little while. Uh, my co-founder and I, Matt, um, and we've got a partnership with Learfield IMG, which, um, they have the multimedia rights to a large number of universities across the U S. We also have an MBA partnership with the thunder but um as far as we know no one's crazy enough to try to put a million of these things on seats across the country so uh just us at the moment
0: so where are you right now and and what's ahead for 2022 i can't i mean i don't know why you wouldn't want to i don't know how expensive this is but i can't imagine a venue not wanting to have this
1: um, we are heading towards our millionth tag right now um, and marching towards 50 venues. We're in about 40, I think 45 at the moment. Um, we're continuing to expand our our footprint, obviously, in sports um, and working on some professional partnerships. So we're getting ready to announce as well. Um, and yeah, you know, if, if there's a seat, if there's a fan, that's where we want to be. And so we have a lot of things in the work that we're really excited about, but we're also leaning, we're very bullish on augmented reality, allowing fans to scan the tag, aim it at their, aim it at the field and see, you know, a giant dancing Chick-fil-A cow. Um, Obviously (laughs) we're looking at the NFT space and then ultimately the gambling space. We want people to be able to scan that tag, place their bet. Um, But as a company, we are also launching other initiatives uh, because we do have a lot of patents that have been granted around things like digital student, where we're allowing students to scan their student ID um, and they can immediately link up with the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They can look at the athletic schedule. They can report bullying. So we love sports, but we're also um, diversifying moving into 2022 and other markets. Well.
0: Yeah, I, I can see this could be constrained only by somebody's imagination. Obviously, you had a lot of imagination to come up with this, but there are all sorts of applications. I think of our friend Brian Schultz who started Studio Movie Grill and right. and you know having somebody – you know a human being uh, once you know again you had to flag down a human being to give an order but they could bring it back but if you could if you could cut down that foot traffic there are lots of applications for this
1: right i mean movies obviously is a big one we would love we think there's an application where yes you can scan the QR code on your armrest or on your table at the movie and order your food and things like that but what we were talking about is having whenever the trailers are running being able to scan that that tag right then and vote on whether you're going to see a movie, um, you know, giving that information. And then after you watch a movie, scanning that tag and saying, hey, I enjoyed this. Here's my rating for it. Um, but we also have um, some IP in the medical space. So um, we have the patent for digital a method and system for digital record verification. So allowing patients to scan the tag on their hospital bed and say, Hey, I need somebody to come in here. Um, or this is what, you know, or having a nurse scan it on the door so she doesn't have to disturb the patient, um, things of that nature. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different areas where you could utilize for,
0: for, for the football stadium or the university or for the hospital. Is this, is this hardware intensive? I mean, is this something you just send over their computer system or does it require special equipment?
1: doesn't require special equipment it is that is uh, the key to why we have expanded as quickly as we have is that we go in and we install these tags um they last for three to five years and it works over sell so the back end we control the back end we work with the teams closely and we ask them you know what are you wanting on your your platform for this game um or this week or this month um, and we handle all the heavy lifting, and so it is very modular. And it, it that again is why we've gained the clients that we have is because we make it easy for them to say yes, and we make it easy for them to be able to control.
0: But you benefited by technology too, because you, as you say this, I keep thinking of the obstacles. It used to be I had really I had a lot of tough, I had had trouble making a phone call at a ball right. game because there'd be 40, right. forty, fifty. 90,000 people trying to make a phone call simultaneously. There just wasn't enough bandwidth. Nobody could do it. But I guess that's not true anymore.
1: That's um, exactly right. And that's you and I were talking earlier about, you know, these different companies that come out of things that frustrate us in in our everyday lives. And that's exactly what happened. I'm a big University of Texas fan. I go to a lot of football games um, and I got frustrated going to a lot of stadiums and they would say, Hey, download the team app. And there was no bandwidth to do it. Or I try to open the app and there was nothing there. And so I called Matt and I said, we were actually working on a project, um, pertaining to Google around near field communication chips. And I had them on my desk and I said, Matt, I wonder if we can shove these in armrests. And he's like, why would we want to do that? And I said, so that we can scan them and send people to a website. So they don't have to download a 150 meg app. Let's just send them little micro bits of data and let's get them to where they need to go real quickly in these low bandwidth environments. And that is why we've had several partners that we're installed with now that where they say we can't run anything digital in our stadium. It won't work. And we always tell them, OK, let us put in the tags. If it doesn't work, we'll pull them back out. And we've never pulled the tag back. out.
0: Wow. So um, have, have you been approached this, I, w- I would imagine there's some fairly large corporations that would like to buy you out. What what's the what's your future?
1: Um, Our future is expansion. I mean, um, you know, we're going to continue to write these patents. We're going to continue to grow into other verticals. We did our uh, pilot in rideshare. We put tags in Uber and Lyft vehicles so that when you got off a plane in DFW, you could scan the tag and it would show you all the local deals around the area. It would give you discounted Texas Rangers tickets, things like that. So we think that there's a lot of area obviously to expand in sports but to expand outside um, and we have some great partners we're working with, but we want to continue down that path. We want to make it where fans have the expectation of having digital seat in that stadium where they know, Hey, I need to order that beer. I let me just scan my tag or, Hey, I want to see the score. Let me just scan my tag. So that is really for 2022. We're heading towards expansion in sports, but also digital student initiative is a big one for us.
0: I I think it's the, coolest idea i've seen it's really really great digital seat media fort worth based company the founder <laughs> of the ceo is cameron Fowler. our guest today it's good to have you with us we wish you all the luck
1: thank you so much i really appreciate it thanks for
0: more of our conversation with mr fowler go to krld.com slash ceo i'm david johnson news radio 1080 krld